You're listening to NGSE Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSEsports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSE Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSE Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. tonight because the Red Sox won and the Celtics won and yeah Boston Woo. Um, we're not going to talk about Boston much today besides besides that interesting little intro um, no we're going to talk about English soccer because that's what we do here on the Afford Fair Podcast episode 210 210 is the number we are working with here um, my name is Edward Green not joined as always tonight by McCall and Crime, Wes Bradshaw. Wes uh, will be contacting us later from parts unknown as he brings us Anfield Corner. Um, one of the last Anfield Corners of the year, uh, as well as uh, hopefully a little bit of So Raw. Um, but that is later on in the program. Um, I will be running through the final weekend, match week 38 of the Premier League season. I'm going through a quick recap of those matches. Nothing crazy happened, thankfully. Uh, so I can just go through that. Um, a quick uh, Europa League review, uh, because that is a tournament that we pretty much ignored this year. Um, but the final was today, so we will go over that. Uh, we will also go over uh, the, the first two legs of the championship playoff. Uh, that is happening uh, the over the past couple days. Uh, so we have our finalists who will be traveling to Wembley. Uh, we'll also have a bunch of news and notes, uh, and then the watch for, and then Wes will hop in at the end. As always, uh, we are presented by NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. We never stop. Um, so let's hit the first uh, program here, and that is match week 38 of the 2017-18 Premier League season. It's in the books. We're done. We're dusted. So let's get to the matches. Uh, Marcus Rashford. Oh, by the way, Manchester United also played last Thursday, and they drew West Ham so they could finish second, blah, 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 whatever. Who cares? Go Good for you, United. Uh, Marcus Rashford, he still exists for United. Uh, he had the lone goal in their game against Watford uh, as Josie Mourinho's men finish a great season uh, with a 1-0 victory over the Hornets. Uh, Newcastle, um, in one of the games that actually did kind of matter today, or Sunday, I guess I should say, uh, did get a big finishing day victory over Chelsea. Yeah, it doesn't feel so good, Chelsea, to get beat by Newcastle in the last day of the season. It's not great. Uh, Ayozi Perez with a brace there, and I'm pretty sure he had a brace two years ago against Tottenham. Um, he had a brace in the second half, just four minutes apart. Dwight Gale with the first minute goal or first half goal there. Uh, got three by Chelsea. Uh, which did doom them to a fifth-place finish combined with Liverpool beating Brighton and Hove 4-0 Mosala, uh, setting a Premier League record for goals in a season uh, with his goal in the 26th minute. Uh, Lovren, Solanke, and uh, Robertson, uh, who will be, I believe, getting an English call-up. Uh, that's something we'll talk about next week. Uh, no, I'm, that's Trent Alexander-Arnold, not Andrew Robertson, I believe. 
Um, also, I believe Andrew Robertson is Welsh or Scottish, so that probably couldn't happen. Anyway, uh, the important thing is Liverpool with a 4-0 win over Brighton Hove uh, means they finish fourth, Chelsea finish fifth, Liverpool does not now have to win the Champions League final against Real Madrid to qualify for next year's uh, Champions League fixtures. Uh, they are in the group stage even as the fourth place team. Because um, again, that, that rule has been changed. Premier League team, fourth place, you automatically go to the group stage. There's no qualification anymore. You're just straight in there. Um, for a second, for for a bunch of seconds, actually, for, for roughly 5,400 seconds or more, it did look like Southampton was going to hold Manchester City to a nil-nil draw. Uh, but in the 94th minute, uh, Gabriel Jesus did break through uh, for a winner um, on one of the last kicks of the match. So there you go. Good for you guys, I guess. Didn't win the Champions League, so yay. I, I, we've talked about this, and it, it, it is weird. With how we will remember this city team. Um, that there are two ways of looking at it. There are there is the the dominance that they showed in the Premier League, the records they set, uh, goal difference, goals scored, um, games won, uh, successive wins, points accumulated. Um, but there there were the multiple stumbles. There was uh, the chance where they had they had a very good chance at winning a domestic treble. Uh, they did not because they lost to Wigan in the FA Cup. Um, and then they lost uh, like three straight matches to Liverpool over the course of the league and the uh, the Champions League um, to not even make it to the semifinals of the UCL. So it, it's, it's bizarre. Like, it, it feels like in some ways City completely overachieved and in some ways they completely underachieved. Um, and I think, to, to be fair, it, it has to go to... What does City still have to accomplish? Yes, yes, the, the, the records they set this year are great. Um, and, and you can't take that away from them. But they've won the Premier League. They've won the League Cup. In fact, I believe they won it either last year or two years ago. Two years ago, because I believe United won last year against Southampton. Um, so, so they've won that. They've, they've won the two things they won this year. Recently. Two years ago, actually. Did they do a brace? Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, because that was uh, Leicester. So it was three years ago they won the title. Three years ago they won the League Cup. They never won the Champions League. So the FA Cup I can kind of forgive them for because I think they've won that fairly recently as well. Um, but the Champions League, that's that's why you bring in Pep. You don't bring in Pep to win the league. You've You've won the league before. You've won the league with a guy we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, and Roberto Mancini. It's the guy uh, you won it with, Manuel Pellegrini. You, you've, you've won the league. Never in this fashion, but you've won the league. You've done this. So, it's weird. It, it's just weird. And, you know, if, if you go, I, I've said this before, I know, but if you go back to the beginning of the season and you say, hey, City, you're going to win two trophies this year, you're like, man, that's amazing. And then if you get to about January and you say, hey, Man City, you're going to win two trophies this year. You're like, oh, where do we fuck up? Because at that point, 
the quadruple is is a legit, a semi legitimate possibility. Definitely a treble, because I believe at that point you know you're you're into the League Cup final, you're into the FA Cup round of eight, and you're into the Champions League round of eight, and you're running away the Premier League. So one guaranteed in the Premier League at, at that point already. Which you're now going to lose in two of those next three competitions. And if it's the Champions League, and if one of those two is the Champions League, that kind of sucks. So it, it, it's weird. It, it, it's weird. From a neutral perspective, it, it's weird. It, it, it feels like the Champions League would have been like their crowning glory for City on like a, a world stage. Which I think is still what they need. They've become immensely popular. They have tons of money, and blah 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 blah. But again, they've they've beaten England. They've they've done it. Now you have to go out and beat the rest of the world. Of course, the irony is they lost to an English team in the Champions League. But you know, whatever. Um, they 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 have to win a Champions League at some point. Yeah, that's right. If we're going to say Spurs have to win a trophy, City have to win a Champions League at some point. Or else this is for nothing. Same with PSG. I mean, that's, you know, I remember Bleacher Report saying, oh yeah, they, they did a treble again. Woo, they're so awesome. Like, they fired the fucking coach. Because who gives a shit? Like, you want a domestic treble. Good for you. You're You're the big dick swinger in France. Who gives a shit? You didn't win the Champions League. You didn't even get close. You know, and I and I think at, to a certain extent, while it's, I would say a a magnitude, an order of magnitude harder to win the Premier League than it is the the Le Un. Um, still, I think for City at this point, it's it's you win the Champions League. I don't know, it's just me. It's kind of how I felt about Chelsea last year. How that's actually how both of us felt. Um, well, both of us myself felt about Chelsea last year was you. You need to win the Champions League. It's like, okay, you won the title. Now you have to go win the Champions League. We'll see you next year, I guess. Um, what other matches do we have to talk about? Oh, yeah, they got 100 points. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Most entertaining match of the weekend. Uh, Tottenham 5, Leicester 4. Uh, two goals in the first seven minutes. Jamie Vardy... Uh, in the fourth minute, and then Harry Kane responding just three minutes later. Got this one off to a great start. Uh, Rian Marez uh, put in maybe his last goal for Leicester in the 16th minute uh, to give uh, the Foxes a 2-1 lead at the half. Uh, Kalichi Iheanacho, remember him? Uh, he scored in the 47th minute just after the restart to give Leicester a 3-1 lead. And then Eric Lamella started having a party, a near hat-trick in the span of 11 minutes, if not for a Christian Fuchs deflection uh, that led to an own goal. Uh, gave Tottenham a 4-3 lead. Uh, Jamie Vardy would respond with just about 15 minutes to play to equalize again at four. But Harry Kane, as he's done so well this year, did seal the win at the 76th minute. Uh, just a back-and-forth affair. Crazy way to end the season. Uh, but what it does do is it does push Tottenham up to third place, uh, solidifying their third straight top three finish in the Premier League. So... Those of you keeping track, Maurizio Pochettino has now finished fifth, third, second, third. Not bad. I we'll go over it in our Premier League review, which will be God knows when. Um, 
not a bad season. Just really weird. Really weird. Like, City's weird. Tottenham's also a little weird. Like, they were probably worse than they were last year. Or not. They're not. They probably weren't worse. Just their numbers regressed enough. Especially on the defensive side of things. In a in a natural way, not that people actually play that much worse, but just in an in, in an expected goal sort of way, they regressed enough where last year was semi insustainable, unsustainable, I should say. Um, and yet, you know, Wembley was supposed to destroy them. You know, they were they were in the group of death in the Champions League, and they won that, and they finished in third place playing. After their season at Wembley, a place they can't they supposedly can't win. Um, I I had the uh I had the uh the um the analogy lined up where it's like if if your if your child comes home and they're making like a bunch of D's and C minuses in history, and you're like, man, you you guys gotta do better, you know, just do better. That's all I'm asking, just do better. And they come home and go, hey, daddy, daddy, I got a, I got a B plus in history. And then you get mad. Why didn't you get an A? It's like, well, well but you just, you just, you wanted me to be, to be better. And you, your, your expectations were lower than that. But, but we, we, we exceeded your expectations. Doesn't matter. No, doesn't matter. That's, that's how I feel we're treating Tottenham right now. People expected them to take a step back. People expected other teams to just completely pass them. And to a small extent that happened. But not nearly to the point I think most people did. I, I saw a lot of people in the in their pre, beginning of the year predictions. A lot of them didn't even have Tottenham in the top four. And if they did, they were in fourth. And they finished third. Like, no, they didn't win a trophy, but they won a lot of games. Like, I don't know. It's really weird. It's really weird. So, yeah. Uh, I, I do think we're going to have some interesting grades coming up this year. Anyway, um, West Ham 3, Everton 1. Great. Both these teams are garbage. Uh, yeah, I'm just not having it tonight. Uh, Crystal Palace 2, West Brom nil. West Brom's going down. Palace, seven matches in. They had zero points. After 38 matches, they finish in 11th place with 44 points. That means in third of the last 31 matches, they had 44 points. They averaged better than a point a match the rest of the way. Like, like think about that. They, 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 they didn't have. They had zero points after seven matches. And they, they accumulated more points than almost half the Premier League. What the fuck is that? Oh, man. We make fun of Roy a lot. Roy should probably be manager of the year. Like, Pep won it, but... Crystal Palace should have been relegated. And they're finishing in the middle of the table. Like, that's that that's bizarre. Anyway, um, what else we got? Uh, Bournemouth. 
that Callum Wilson late goal gets a 2-1 win at Burnley, a, a somewhat dour end to a, a great season for Burnley. Uh, they will be starting the Europa League next year. Um, they will have to start in the second round of qualifying, unfortunately. So they have a long ways to go to even make the group stage. I believe they have to win two... They have to win three qualification legs to make the group stage of Europa League. So that is that is going to be tough for Burnley, and that's what we see with these clubs. They make it to Europa, and all of a sudden there is this gigantic toll now on your club. And it's how do you respond to that? We'll see how Burnley does. I'm I am I am quite a bit worried for them. Um to take nothing away of what they accomplished this season. I'm I'm a little worried for Burnley next year. So it's the poison shouts. Uh Arsenal went on the road to Huddersfield Town. Abama Yang scored in the 30th minute. Arsenal wins his final game. Who gives a shit? Arsenal's terrible. Um, Stoke beats Swansea 2-1 to finally destroy them. Uh, they did think they had a... Swansea did have almost a lifeline when Andy King scored in the 14th minute, but it would have taken much more than that. And obviously, they would have had to win the game. Uh, Peter Crutch, the winner in that one in the 41st minute, uh, as Swansea do get relegated. So that's your final weekend wrap-up. Uh, as we look at the final table, as we said... Manchester City finishes in first place. Manchester United finishes in second. Tottenham finishes in third. Liverpool finishes in fourth. Those four teams will be going to the Champions League next season. Uh, Chelsea finishes fifth. Arsenal in sixth. Those two teams will be heading to the Europa group stage uh, next year. Burnley finishes in seventh, as I mentioned. They'll be starting in round two of qualification for Europa. Everton finishes eighth. Leicester finishes ninth. Newcastle finishes tenth. Uh, level on points with Crystal Palace and Bournemouth, but with the best goal differential of the bunch. Uh, so Palace are 11th, Bournemouth are 12th, West Ham finishes in 13th, Watford finishes in 14th, Brighton and Hove finishes in 15th, Huddersfield finishes in 16th, the lowest of the promoted teams from the season, and Southampton escapes relegation in 17th place, going down will be Swansea in 18th, Stoke in 19th, and West Brom in 20th now who will be coming up next year well uh fulham with their 2-0 victory over derby in the second leg of their meeting uh will advance to the final 2-1 on aggregate uh big win for fulham there uh and then aston villa's first uh leg goal was enough against middlesbrough middlesbrough's can't score goals um so it will be fulham versus aston villa at wembley that will be that match will be held on may 28th so in a couple weeks uh or about week and a half really um that is when it'll be played at wembley between those two teams uh again that will be aston villa and fulham the winner joins Wolves and I want to say Cardiff. Yes, Wolves and Cardiff, who will be coming up to the Premier League. Um, elsewhere um, in League One, uh, League One final will be Shrewsbury Tim. Shrewsbury uh, versus Rotherham United. And then uh, the League Two final is... Uh, Wikipedia doesn't know, so who cares? Um, so that is, again, your your championship final will be Fulham versus Aston Villa 
the most expensive game of the year, as they say, with the lucrative contracts that come through. Um, over in the Europa League, we talked about the Europa League a little earlier for next year. This year, it is done, though. Uh, Atletico pounds Marseille 3-0 in France. Um, the, the home field advantage, not, not a, or home country advantage, not enough for Marseille uh, as Atletico Madrid runs rampant over them. Antoine Griezmann with a brace. It was finished off by Gabriel Arenas. Uh, no relation to Gilbert. Uh, so Atletico Madrid, uh, they didn't need it, but they do punch a ticket to the Champions League next year. They're going to finish second, it looks like, in La Liga, so that didn't really matter. Uh, Marseille did kind of need this one. Um, to guarantee qualification, they still can qualify for the Champions League next year, but they are definitely going to have to win in match week 38 in Le Un to do that. So Atletico wins the Europa League, as I think probably a lot of people felt they were going to once they saw they were in the tournament. It's like, well, I guess I guess it's them. You know, I, I don't know. Arsenal had their chance, man. They blew it. So, there was that. Uh, FA Cup Final. It's coming up, I believe, this weekend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this weekend. This weekend. Yep, yep. Uh, it is coming out. Uh, let's see. So, Saturday, uh, Chelsea plays United at Wembley. Wembley getting a lot of love um, as, we, as we hit the end of the season here. So, uh, those two teams will play uh, to see who wins the FA Cup. You know, hey, if Chelsea wins, they get to qualify for the Europa League. Hey, they already did. Um, so Chelsea versus Man United. That is your FA Cup final. Josie could still win a trophy this year. Good for you, Josie. Um, let's hit the news and notes. That is, that is our soccer talk done for the day. Um, so a lot of managerial news. Um, starting with Everton. When I told you uh, the irony that Everton was down played each other, talking about how garbage both teams are. Well... They agreed and both let go of their managers. Uh, Everton has gotten rid of Sam Allardyce. Um, the club's statement was, as Everton Football Club, confirmed that Sam Allardyce has left his role as manager. He left because he was told to go away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's done. Um, uh, as uh, Luke O'Farrell put on Twitter, uh, Everton uh, under him are 19th in shots. 19th in shots on target, a 19th in chance created, and dribbling. Uh, they're in the bottom half of other significant attacking statistics across his 21 league games. He was in charge of the Toffees. Um, get the, we're just bad. And then from uh, Royal Brands Mercy on Twitter, at RB Mercy, uh, Sam Allardyce's winning percentage at Everton is 38.5%. Uh, Ronald Coleman's was 41.3%. Roberto Martinez is 42.7%. We're going backwards. Yes, you are, Everton. Spinning big in reverse. So, I mean, there's some good players on that team. Good in air quotes, I guess. Uh, Theo Walcott, Saint Sun, Jordan Pickford, Giffy Sigurdsson, um, Tom Davies. Mason Holgate. We'll see. Marco Silva's been talked about coming in. Um, there's also this guy they may have heard of before named David Moyes. Moisey! Um, wow. Um, that's uh, that's great. Like, they could basically just straight jobs. Allardyce back to West Ham. 
<laughs> and, and Moisey back to Everton. Why not? Why not? As much as we recycle managers in the Prem, why not? Why the fuck not? Uh, so yeah, David Moisey. We've all been talking talk about him going to Arsenal. Because, you know, <laughs> replacing one entrenched permanent manager wasn't enough for him. Why not do it a second time? I'm sure this time it'll go much better if he goes to Oh, Moisey, we love you. Um, Got to take him to more Nissan manufacturing plants. Um, so that's, yeah. So West Ham and Everton looking for new managers. Let's see how that goes. Like I said, just straight swap, lads. Straight swap. Um, as we talked about, like, I don't know, about a month ago, monthly month and a half, uh, United Emery is gone at PSG. Like I said, you want a domestic treble. Whoop-de-doo, Basil. Um, and Thomas Duchel is now officially coming in. Uh, so we'll see how he gets along with Neymar. If Neymar's even there. Oh, man. This summer's going to be crazy. Um, talked about Roberto Mancini early. Uh, he has now got a new job himself. And that's going to be heading up Team Italy. So... Yeah, you know, that'll be good. He has a two-year deal. He'll be uh, in charge of them as he tries to get them into uh, 2020 Euros. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. It's going to be, in, oh yeah, that means he gets to be reunited with Mario Balotelli. Oh, it's going to be great. Ah. <sighs> Mancini, Mancini, Mancini. Yeah, so his most recent outing was at Zenit in Russia, where he finished fifth. Good luck, Edley. Um, some big news. Um, obviously, uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain will not be taking part in the Champions League final coming up uh, between Liverpool and Real Madrid. We already knew this. Uh, but now coming out, it looks like he will be out until November Uh with his injury. Um, so it does look like it's one of those ACL, MCL sort of tears. Um, and even, you know, I mean, that's five months. Or, no, sorry, I can't math. Like six, six and a half. So, eh, that's the best case scenario. And I mean, this much, this article from the uh, Liverpool Echo mentioned that's the best case scenario. I think that's also the, like, the absolute best case scenario. He, the tough thing is going to be, you, you're going to be hitting right up into December when the schedule goes insane. Do you want him getting back out there in the cold? Like, obviously he has to join the team sometime. And and it's not going to warm up anytime soon when he's actually ready. But uh, that's, that's going to be a tough period for him to come back. Uh, it will give them some depth. Uh, he can probably come off the bench a little bit, but that's that's going to be tough. Um, so it will it will be some reinforcements, especially if it's not maybe until December that he comes back. But we will we will keep an eye on that. Uh, and finally, speaking of Liverpool and Manchester United and all the other big clubs in the world, uh, these clubs are reportedly set to be invited to play in a 2014 Club World Cup 
that would give 100 million pounds to the champions. Uh, this is an article from Bleach Report, which is quoting Martin Ziegler of the Times. Uh, FIFA won the inaugural edition of the tournament to take place in 2021, with China interested in being the first host nation, because of course. Um, so they basically, they would scrap the Confederations Cup. Because I, I don't like this. Like, it, it seems really, 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 really bad. Like, I don't know. Like, like we have the champions, like, and, and, and it's going to be like invite only or something. Um, so you, and the, you have, the club has to have won that one of the criteria is going to be the club has to have won the European cup on three or more occasions. Um, so again, that's, you know, United, that's Liverpool, that's Real Madrid, AC Milan, Bayern Munich, Barcelona. Um, and then, you know, uh, there might be some other teams like city, Arsenal and Chelsea, Atletico. I just, this seems gross. Um, and if it's in the summer, like, I, like I'm trying to look at this right now. This Wes actually brought this to my attention. Um, so I mean, okay, so it'd be, it'd be eight groups, three teams in each group, and um, then you so you play, I guess, two games, then your group stage, and then you play quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. So it's. It's five matches, I guess. And I and I think they'd be playing it over oh no, uh wait, no, wait. Uh, I can't I can't see. Uh fifty uh, day one. That's uh, uh I don't know. There's like um so I guess it so I assume it's in like the summer of twenty twenty one. Um I don't know. I Part of me likes the Confederations Cup. Part of me just doesn't care. Um, I I would say adding another tournament in like the off season is kind of stupid. And like f- for as much money as would be on the line, I I feel like teams would really want to try to win this. And if they really want to try to win this, you're you're coming off potentially a grueling league schedule um for a lot of these teams they'll probably be going pretty far in the champions league you know we're talking you know 50 60 matches you'll have played and then it's hey keep the band together because we gotta play in this tournament like and and because it's invite only like yeah you there are like qualifications you have to have met but it's like I don't know. It, it's it's the same shit I don't want to see with like happen to the Champions League where it's just like guaranteed spots for teams. Like no, earn your fucking way. Like like for teams like in La Liga, like the ones that really care, it should be easy. If Real Madrid doesn't make the top four in La Liga, they should just quit. Like they're they're they they should just ban disband as a team. I'm sorry, but that's that's ridiculous. Same for Bayern Munich. They don't finish the top three or four, whatever it is in, for Germany. I think it's top four. Fuck you. Get out. Leave. Don't ever play soccer again. 
so, I don't know. I mean, then there would be teams from other conferences. Like, hey, there'll be two from CONCACAF, which means there'll probably be two from Mexico. I don't know. It's a club World Cup. We already have a yearly club World Cup. So, I, at the at least I would hope that would go away because that's just fucking stupid. So, I don't know. I don't really like this. And it's not because Tottenham's not on the list. I don't give a shit. I wouldn't want them to play in this. I think it's just... It's a made-up tournament, basically, at this point, which you can only get in by the arbitrary rules they've now set. So, hey. Um, I, you know, we've we've won... I think we've won, like, two UEFA Cups or something. So, hey, you know. We just gotta win the Champions League next year, and then we can totally get invited or something. I don't know. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I don't like this. I just... Like, like Europe makes up half the tournament. And, like, I get it, but I also don't. Um, five teams from Conmebol. Who, who actually cares about Conmebol teams? Like, in the grand scheme of things, who, who cares about the fifth best Conmebol team? Nobody. All due respect. Like, I, no. What the fuck is Enfinit? Enfitrion? And Fitrion. I don't need to actually look this up. And then I promise I'll move on because this is this is um Amphitryon. Uh yeah, this. Um host? Oh, oh, so I guess it's like the oh the host. Okay. Um so China, I guess we get a team automatically um from Asia. Just the more I look at this, the more I just I, I don't want it at all. <sighs> Let's sigh. I just yeah, I'm just like going through. Sorry, I'm going through replies to this tweet. <sighs> Like it's so. So you're gonna have the Champions League, and then like, so the Champions League like quarterfinals are what in March, and then like three months later you're just basically gonna have the Champions League. With, with the number of teams from Europe, it it just seems statistically likely that by like the time you get to the quarters, like most of them are probably gonna be from Europe. Sorry, but that, I just that's how I feel. So. So just be like the Champions League semi quarterfinals again? Like, no. Like, I hate the current Club World Cup. This doesn't make it better. Like, just, just get rid of it. Doesn't... Or or make it, like, an actual thing. Because let's see. How many? There's three... So here's the problem. There's, like, six confederations. So what you would have to do is you would have to do it It'd be like MSI, League of Legends. Um, you would do like a, a round-robin group stage. Yeah, this is how you do it. Yeah, you just do 
Play every team once. Top four advance. Uh, yeah, top four advance. Semi-final, final. There you go. Problem solved. It's, uh, I don't know. How many games is that? Like 16 games, I think. No. No, eight, 18? No. Six. 15. 15 games. Yeah, 15 games. 15, 16, 17, 18 games total. 18 games. This is... This is... How many games? This is fucking... Two... Or wait. Three games? Three... Yeah, because you play one, two... Yeah, so three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen... 21, 24, 26, 28, 30, 32, 34, 36, 37. 37 versus 18. I'm, I'm cutting it in, in over half. Shorten it. Just, and you can, you can still do it even over a month. Probably. Play weekend, Wednesday. Weekend, Wednesday. Weekend, weekend, Wednesday, weekend, Wednesday, weekend, and then the next weekend. So weekend, Wednesday, weekend. So you do it over a month. You play as a group, as a club, most like seven extra games. But in this one, you're playing five. So, so, so some clubs would play like two... Four of the clubs would play two more games. I fucking... I don't care. This is stupid. I hope it doesn't happen. Alright. Uh, watch four. That's what we're doing now. Watch four. The week that was and the week that will be. What are we watching? Um, oh boy. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. The emotional Brooklyn Nine-Nine roller coaster that happened. Nine-Nine. Um, last week, uh, Fox canceled. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And in 24 hours, NBC got Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine will be back next season uh, on NBC. So, I'm very excited about that. I literally started watching the show about two months ago. Could not be more thrilled that it's back for season six. Six seasons in a movie. Um, so, yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But that that, show, that uh, season is wrapping up, I believe, next week. Or this Sunday. Yeah, because it's on Sundays. So this Sunday, it'll be done. Dunskis for the year. And then it'll be back in the fall. Hell yeah. Um, so that is going to do it for my part of the broadcast. Uh, We're now going to turn it over to Wes Bradshaw from Parts Unknown. As he fills us in on what's going down in his neck of the woods. Take it away, Wes. Hey, guys. Welcome to this week's edition of Anfield Corner. It's your old pal, Wes. Coming to you on the drive home very long night in the Nash County offices last night and if it hadn't sent me a Dropbox I totally forgot to do this. Uh, anyway, it's going to be a very short, sweet edition this week of the Enfield Corner because it's taken most of my concentration to drive home and not run off the side of the road and die burningly in a tree or something like that. So, anyway. Um, in field corner, let's start off, where else? Let's start off in Merseyside. Let's 
Guardian, the great city of Liverpool, voted by themselves the greatest city in all of England. Much better than London. Um, Mo Salah has won all the awards. Every award out there there was Players, Player of the Year, Writers, Player of the Year. Uh, I believe he was EA Sports Player of the Year. He was the team's Player of the Year. Go figure. Not, not too bad for a guy who came in, you know, his first season, really his first full season in English football. You don't really count so much what he did at Chelsea just because of the situation there, because of who his pitcher was. Good job, Jesse. Um, I thought he was very deserving of those Player of the Year awards. Uh, he won the Golden Boot in England with uh, kind of put it to be at that last strike against Brighton of Albion that opened the scoring on the final day of the season. Beautiful little turn and finish. That pretty much wrapped it up for him. Harry Kane gave it a spirited run at the end. Just couldn't claim enough goals off the other guys. <laughs> but uh, Salah sets the Premier League scoring record in a 38-game season. Uh, 32 goals to go along with, I believe, nine assists in the league. So, a guy that basically accounted for 40 goals this year in the league, so just a, just a fantastic year. Of course, Liverpool still with one more big match to go. We'll talk about that more next week. Uh, the other big news on Merseyside, so long, chubby Sam. Sure is. He's brought this up somewhere or he's going to. I don't know. even know where he's going to be in the show anymore. Um, Sam Allardyce out at Everton just a couple weeks after you know talking in a press conference about the exhilarating football that his team was playing and how it was so pleasing on the eye the fans appreciated it um, every Everton fan finally got their wish and Sam Allardyce is out and here at the Farnham Fair Podcast of course we were hoping Sam was going to get a contract extension we wanted Sam, Boys, and Vinger to stay forever in their post, but alas, it does not happen. Allardyce uh, leaves Everton after an eighth place finish. He's a real, I mean, as much shit as we give Sam Allardyce just because it's fun. You know, the guy came in, they were in 13th, they were floundering, and they end up in eighth. Still somewhat floundering, but that's what, that's what finishing eighth or below kind of was this year in the Premier League. It meant you were floundering and you weren't that good, but uh, he came in, he did the job he was hired to do. Uh, more power to Fat Sam. I'm sure if he decides he wants another job, somebody will give it to him. Same with Boise. Arson? Yeah, we don't know so much about Arson. We're not too worried about Arson. Alright guys, FA Cup's coming up this, uh, this weekend. Completely disinterested looking Chelsea. Taking on Man United. You know, you know Mourinho, this isn't the trophy he was hoping to go for this season. But that said, if he can come if he can come out of his first two seasons at Man United with four trophies, man, that's not bad at all. You know, as, as much shit, you know, we thought we give a lot of guys shit, it's just what we do. As much as we gave Allardyce, Justin Mourinho got so much shit this year, and all the dude did was finish second in the league and potentially win the FA Cup. 
I know United fans are definitely looking for more, and I think just fans of the game, the neutrals are, are you know, looking for something, looking for maybe another gear for Man United. But it's it's hard to admit that this season hasn't been somewhat of a success. And they had a good point total. And they couldn't really help that Man City decided to set every record United with a chance to defend the FA Cup and uh, for Mourinho his fourth piece of silverware potentially at Man United. Um, it's been an undercover really good start for Josie in Manchester. It's going to be an interesting summer for those guys. Very interesting summer coming up. It's going to be a very interesting summer for everyone coming up. We'll get more into that obviously uh, after the Champions League ends. We get ready for the World Cup. There's going to be so much going on wheeling and dealing. Um, it's a compacted, it's already a compacted transfer window just because of the World Cup. And now you take into account the new rules in England. It, it can be an absolute nutball. Excuse me. An absolute nutball summer in England in the transfer market. So, uh, we'll get through there before I go there. Um, You know, next week I'll be back. I'll be back regular on the show next week, and uh, you know, we'll be previewing that Champions League final for you. The the mighty Reds of Liverpool getting on the plane, going to Kiev, taking on Real Madrid. We'll definitely cover it a little more next week, and uh, yeah, we'll get our much like the Madrid and the Liverpool players. We'll get our two week break and then get ready for World Cup. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Old buddy with, so I'll see you guys back next week here on the Afford Affair podcast. No, so raw. I, have, I literally, I have nothing left, and I just don't have it in me. So, yeah. And thank you so much, Wes Bradshaw, for that. Uh, and we will be back live next week to preview uh, the Champions League final. Uh, we'll talk the uh, recap of the FA Cup final. Um, what else will we do? Maybe we'll do a quick preview of the uh, the championship final, um, and maybe we'll do well, we'll talk England's England's national team got announced today. Wes is our England man. Uh, we'll let him talk about that. The uh, the twenty three man roster got announced. So uh, um, I did see one person, one person on the uh, the England roster announcement. Um, Saying that, uh, you know, couldn't understand why Harry Kane was on the team. Way of saying, if you take away all his goals, he was not, he was basically average this season. It's like, well, yeah, if you, if you take away the, the one statistic a striker cares about, yeah, I guess he was. If you take away the 30 goals he had in the Premier League this season, yeah, I guess he was kind of average. You know, if you took away all of Mo Salah's goals this year, he was... I don't see what the fuss was all about. Oh, Twitter. Never stop being stupid. Or do. That would actually be better. Stop stop being stupid. It's genuinely disconcerting. But, 
not genuinely disconcerting, is that this is the end of the podcast uh, for episode 210 of the AFA pod. Uh, once again, we are brought to you by NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. We never stop. Um, you can find them on Twitter. You can also find us on Twitter at AFA Pod, at West Bradshaw 21, and at Edward Green. You can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the all new sports show for the latest episodes uh, in audio formats. Uh, one day maybe we'll get a camera on us, but that day is not today. You can also email us, all new sports show at gmail.com. Big thanks to our podcast providers, including podbean.com, Stitcher Spreaker. That's Streaker, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Play Music, and the iTunes Music Store. Um, so, yeah, we will be back next week for episode 211. But for now, for my call and crime, Wes Bradshaw, I am Edward Green. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Foreign Affair Podcast. We will catch you guys next week. Until then, stay safe and enjoy the You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. We never stop. We never stop. We never stop.